0: Hey there, this is Jackie of the Maiden Voyage podcast, and today we are diving into the episode where we talk about super empowered, badass female musicians and how they affect our lives.
1: Maiden Voyage is a podcast recorded by the women of Impulse Creative. We are CEOs, salespeople, project managers,
2: writers, and marketers. We're also wives, rad moms, remote employees all over the country, in-house staff, empowered single ladies, and all-around ass kickers.
3: There's a lot of challenges we face, overcome, and share that make our voyage different than those of the men we work with. This is our journey. This
0: episode is brought to you by Sprocket Talk. Head over there if you're ch- looking to check out any information and all information on all things HubSpot. Welcome to Maiden Voyage! Okay, we're so excited to be talking about Chicks and music, how it empowers us, how it gets us through our day, how it gets us through breakups. I mean, music to me personally is like the soul of my existence. It's how my husband and I started dating. It's how I spend my extra money at concerts like tomorrow night. And um, so I love music. And I know you ladies do too. We have a channel uh, at Impulse Creative where we share music so we can help influence each other and expand our music set. But today you're talking about the chicks the strong ones the ones who we all can relate to which I love at a human level but also inspire us to be better and Courtney I know that you have some like amazing women that you want to share with us today that have really just like get you going
3: yeah so I guess I'll go ahead and start um Taylor Swift is definitely my favorite ah, Swiftie. Yeah. She just came out with her new album called Lover, and I've been listening to it on repeat. So um, I saw her in concert when I was um, back in high school when she was doing country music and wasn't really that big yet um, at the Chili Cook-Off in Pembroke Pines, which is, like, I would never imagine her ever coming back to Pembroke Pines because she's so huge now. So it's pretty cool getting to see that. But I just feel like she's such a great role model. Um, You know, she doesn't really, like have like a terrible reputation like you know of course there's always like drama and um you know headlines that could be misleading or you know but I just feel like she's one of the good ones that has kind of managed to stay out of like the craziness and she's just always standing up for what she believes in she speaks through it through her music and just through making statements in general like that whole lawsuit thing just to like prove a point you know standing up for women's rights and um I love that she has a girl gang and, like,
0: lives and dies by them. Like, there is no doubt in my mind that she is chicks over dicks. Like, (laughs) Like, her girl gang is so strong, and I really respect that about her because the older you get, the harder it is to do that. And she is still managing to, like, bring them on stages with her and travel in a pack, and I just love that. Yeah,
1: exactly. And what about that article you shared with us earlier about her new song The Man? Is there anything you want to say about that? That
3: was really rad. I feel like that song is just a really good example of um you know standing up for what she believes in and um kind of what I discussed earlier about the whole lawsuit situation. That song actually um kind of I there's like um articles that say that that's related to that whole lawsuit situation and just in general this double standards of like working and like working hard as a female and then being questioned for the success and if it was deserved so I thought that was really cool to read and um just just um in general like the lyrics are super powerful and I feel like you know that's what she stands for is just So I'm not actually
0: sure about the lawsuit. So, and myself along with maybe other listeners may not be familiar. We will share a link about everything that was involved in that. So you can get a really good kind of background information on specifically the lawsuit with Taylor Swift and then parlay into this article about the song, The Man, and how it relates. So I think that would be a really great follow-up piece for everyone to check out. Was there another musician or artist that like totally gets you going?
3: Yeah, so I really like Demi Lovato too. Like, she's honestly has like such an amazing voice. Like, um, I feel like it's really like natural too. And you know, she's struggled a lot with body image, but
0: yeah, and substance really- abuse as well.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she has, and and I feel like she's just embracing that, like embracing our flaws, yeah, and really promoting like self love and loving your body and like yes you know, your strength and, you know, how it represents everything that you've been through, all your scars, your journey, and just, you know, being able to embrace that.
0: I like that um, she's been open about her struggles with her um, addiction. Um, and I listen to her when I work out. That sorry, not sorry, that gets me every single time. I really I do I was, love her too. I great
1: she was like did you guys hear about when she released her song about like not being sober anymore what happened with that yeah No. she played it live for the first time ever at a concert and I guess every like a ton of her fans are like sobbing in the crowd like she didn't announce that she wasn't sober she did it through that song live wow. The
0: concert wow and I'd like I'm even like cheered up thinking about it because I didn't guess didn't she like, go to like rehab oh. shortly after that too? Yeah, I was to say I thought she went to rehab and that was publicized. Yeah, something like no, It nature. was
2: it was after I think that she, she went well oh, I think like, she went a couple times.
0: Like um, that takes like a lot of a lot of balls to like admit you that you failed on the main stage, you know?
2: I mean, it makes yeah, you're so much more human, you know, like relatable oh,
0: for not sure. Not. Yeah. Exactly, he is authentic to the bone. That is for sure. Yeah. And now she's been like working. Like she had a really long relationship with um the guy from that '70s show, a, uh, like a really long term relationship like, ways. And then after that, she started working out like a boxing gym, and like that's when Sorry Not Sorry came out. And like she is just like she is a, a, like a gritty chick. I really yeah. love that. I agree. All right, Audrey, who you got? What are you packing?
2: I actually, I wasn't gonna say this, but um, Courtney, you reminded me of something. So someone else who went through a lawsuit that um, I fell in love with after Kesha. So I was never a Kesha fan, but when she got like back from her whole lawsuit debacle, I can listen to that girl, I swear, and feel so empowered for just like a
3: few minutes. We like jam it in the Uh, office. Blast praying. Every time we'd hear that song and and you weren't in the office, we'd be like, where's Audrey? (laughs) I know. I love it so much.
2: I'll be in the meeting and I'll be like, no. And then we'll have to play it again when I get out. I love it.
0: And she also had some sexual abuse allegations that were like really almost potentially damning to her career.
2: Oh, I know. Her entire album, to me, you can listen to it and like, it's basically like reading a book about everything that's like happened to her and her just being like, F you, like, you're not going to bring me down. Like I am going to come back and I'm going to be stronger. And, and she's not even like, I hope some bad things happen to you. I yeah. hope eventually you'll become a better person and look back on this and feel sorry, mm. which is amazing.
0: Like yeah. nobody is that big of a person. Every no,
2: day. it's amazing. I love it. I'm like literally getting goosebumps.
0: Well, wow. <laughs> music is so physically powerful. That's why I'm so happy we're having this conversation.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Who else, Audrey? Um,
2: so this is really lame. And if any of, like, my best friends growing up listen to me, I would say the same answer to this question probably, like, 10 years ago. My three favorite girls are Manny Moore, Carrie Underwood, and Kelly Clarkson. Like, okay. Literally, they've been that way since I was young. I just think that they're, re- like – good on body image they're strong mothers they've tried more than just singing like they're not scared of being who they are like they're I mean Kelly Clarkson is just like Uh. I I love listening to her talk because she's so relatable too like she's she's having her own
0: show do you know
2: yeah oh girl
3: my
0: bad my bad all right already
2: doing hard I'm so pumped like Everything all three of them do, and I almost want them to just get together like this and talk right. because I think it would be really awesome. Okay.
0: Well, shout out to Callie Clarkson. We'll tag you in this. You need to do like a bit of a, a chat see with some other hot chicks. <laughs> all
2: right, carry on.
1: Not a pun! <laughs> Carrie
2: Underwood pun! Oh my god, no, but that would have been great if I did it on
0: purpose. I <laughs> won't take credit for that. <laughs> Okay, Jen, you have, like, a very eclectic music taste, so I'm super excited to hear who, like, of these female empowerment chickies get you rocking.
1: Yeah, so I'm talking about two artists that I feel like maybe some of our listeners don't know because they're not huge, but maybe this is kind of, like, inspiration to get you to dive into their music. Um, The first girl that I want to talk about, her name's Carcy Blanton. Um, she's kind of, like, a sassy Nora Jones, so she kind of has, like, a folk jazz vibe to her music, but I love her for three reasons. She talks about, like, politics, women's rights, and self-love. Love. Um, and she's super outspoken. Um, the thing that I like about her is she uses her music as a outlet to stand up for what she believes in and her causes. So, on her most recent album, she had three songs that Kind of got, like, a little, like, not politically heated, but had political undertones to it. Um, and they're really fun. It's, like, American Kid, Bed, and Jacket, if you're listening to that album. Um, she had this, like, fun line where she's, like, you're just a Democrat. I'm a revolutionary. Yeah. And, I'm, like, all <laughs> um, like, I don't know, just great one-liners. Um, she's also an
0: active blogger. So she talks about her politics on her blog, which I found amazing. That's interesting. That's um, an interesting parlay. It's like she has, she already has a stage to stand on, but she's choosing to dig deeper into what she really wants to see changed in this world. Yeah. amazing.
1: Absolutely. Um, and I think that one thing I admired about her too, cause I saw her live in concert a few months ago. She was playing in a, a smoky little cute speakeasy. So it was very intimate. I was just a few feet away from her. Um, she shared a little bit about her struggles with body image. Um, she actually wrote a song called fat and happy um, because she had some hater on the internet um, body shaming her and saying that she was fat and girl, by no means is she fat. Like she is, she's curvy, but she is not overweight Um, so she wrote this, instead of being nasty and bitter, she, she wrote this song, um, about like how she's going to be fat and happy one day high on the hog. And like, she wishes that this other, other person wasn't going to be moaning like a three legged dog about like all these problems. So she turned it into kind of like a little playful, uh, banter, but she still spoke her opinion on like, Hey, so what? I'll be fat and happy. Like, screw you. Um, and I kind of love that about her. Um, The other artist that I wanted to talk about, her name is Mia Folick. Um, She, I love her because she talks about a lot of hot topics that are becoming more popular nowadays, but are still like sensitive subjects for some people. So um, when she first started out, she wrote a song called Dead Body that talked about rape. So Mia herself was never raped, um, but the song, she had multiple people that shared their stories and how much the the rape affected her. And I have a great article that I could share the link to um, where the press kind of like covered her talking about it. Um, And she basically has lines of the song where she's talking about, like, I don't want your money for my silence. I don't care who knows my name, like, over my dead body. And it's like her proclaiming, like, you're not going to get away with this. I guess, like, it, it was um, about some people that were almost like the Kesha thing, like, big names that thought they could get away with doing this to people. Right. And it was kind of, like, her outlet. Um, I So, I found that really fun that she didn't even go through this personally, but she felt so inspired by other people's stories. And, like you said, she had the mic and wanted to give a, a voice, a yeah. statement to this. Um, right,
0: to this. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And her second thing that I love about her is that she's bisexual. And um, she wrote a song on one of her new albums called Baby Girl talking about, like, her new girlfriend. Um, And actually, GQ interviewed her. Her girlfriend's actually Kay Flay, the rapper. Um, And they interviewed her. I
0: have no idea who that is.
1: Uh, I'm not, I don't really follow her as well, but I feel like a lot of people knew her, so I figured I'd mention. Um,
0: but Audrey, do you know her? You made a smirky face.
1: I know the name. Like, I know, I don't, like, I don't have her, people don't
2: listen to CDs anymore. I don't have her thing on my... <laughs> I do! <laughs> okay. I listen to
1: CDs! <laughs> yeah, I kidding. I But anyway, I just thought that it was great. Like, she had an interview with um GQ where she came out with, you know, with this song and said, like... You know what, so what? I have a freaking girlfriend and I guess that um, this was Kay Flay's first ever female relationship, so it was like a big moment for her to come oh, out. Oh wow. Um so I just I just love women that have strong opinions and they stand up for their values and what they believe in. And I feel like those Percy Blenton and Mia Folick are those girls and I love them. Shout out.
0: I love that, Jen. As always, you do not, like, disappoint. You always pull something out that I'm like, I I have no idea, but I have to go and look at that up now.
1: I I want to, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share some links and for our listeners, too, to check them out, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And stay tuned. We've got some exciting things later that we're going to let you know about where you can get a taste of everything we're talking about. So hook you on for later. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess that leaves me. I'm cheating. I added a third chick. I'm actually gonna talk about one dude too. So stay Whoa. with me here. Stay with me. Oh, <laughs> so I'm gonna th- we, we we always have like an internal chat see, before we do this. And I'm gonna start with someone who's not on my on my list because I picked two as well, more like contemporary artists, but like somebody from the nineties who will always have my heart. And I think you ladies will agree that like like TLC were some of the starters of a female empowerment girl gang like those chicks showed up no scrubs waterfalls like red light special owning your sexuality yeah like owning your sexuality like being who you are an independent female those were the songs of my childhood that like in my like formative years that I was listening to and like learning how to be a strong young woman. So I love me some TLC. I still do. Okay. One of the first tapes I had was TLC. Um, the two I more contemporary and more importantly for me, cause I'm going tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Lizzo right now. I heard Truth hurts, which is like one of her standout songs. Um, in a movie and I was like this song is pretty catchy and so I googled it and like Lizzo appeared on my screen and my life has never been the same I like eat her up every day I can't get enough of her body positive message and really just like an inner strength I think she sings about it's like like a lot of her songs are like you could have had me to support you It's truth hearts like the beginning starts by her saying like you could have had a bad bitch, noncommittal, help you with your career just a little, but you chose to walk away from me, and so now you're on your own. Like, she knows her worth, and she knows what you bring to the table, and she's like, like this other song, Jerome, she's like, she ain't messing around with no Jeromes anymore. Like, I don't have time for you, Jerome. We've all had a Jerome in our lives. You need to walk away and call me when you're a big boy. Like, <laughs> I just love that. Like she knows her worth and she honors it physically, spiritually, and like her love. She, she owns that. And I go girl. So excited. So that's one. My other one is Pink. The reason I really, really, really love Pink is not necessarily for, like, her music. I love Pink. She's poppy. She's fun. She's gritty. She's from Philly. Like, I feel like I can relate to her on a lot of levels. Why I love Pink, I'd say, in the last eight years is because of the way she embodies motherhood. She accepts that life is messy. I follow her on Instagram. Her children are adorable. Her marriage got a little sloppy there for a bit. They recovered. Like, everything she does is for her kids. And I just love that now she's making music that is influenced by that. So I just really respect her, like, mom to mom, that, like, she is who she is to the core. But motherhood changes you, and her music is reflected within that. And then I just think that's really freaking cool. So I love that. And then I'm going to throw you a curveball here. One of my favorite current artists over the last, like, eight years is this British punk folk artist named Frank Turner. And he has a good time, Sally. Um, He started out in, like, a punk band. He's kind of more folk now. But he just, I'm going to see him in two weeks, actually. He just released an album called No Man's Land. And every single song on this album is a note to a spectacular woman of the past um, who died for a cause or stood up for a cause or did something monumental to change society. Only about women, all about women. And then the last song on the album is about his own mother. So I just think it was really cool. Like he felt like he had a platform and a voice and he was like, these women will never live in, live in music. They will never exist in in a musical format, unless I bring this to light. He worked with these incredible researchers to, to pair, um, like, books and documents along with each song, so it's, it's, like, something you can listen to and read along almost, so it's really cool. It's unlike anything he's ever done before. The tonage and the notes and the, the feel of the music is very similar to who he is organically as a musician, but I just thought it was really cool that he did a, an entire album about women, so super Cool. Love that. I'm definitely going to check that out. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Frank Turner is such a good time. Even Abby likes him. It's like really upbeat. You know, some of it's kind of depressing. Um, You know, he had a rough start. Um, But, I mean, he's rock and roll. It's a good time. So, as promised, we are going to be putting together a kick-ass playlist on Spotify and sharing it with you with our favorite girl power songs that we talked about today. Maybe a few surprises. So you won't know until you download it. You'll be able to click the link right, Courtney, below in the YouTube channel. We'll put it on our Facebook. We'll put it on our Instagram. We'll put it on all of our places so you can get our really cool Spotify song, our playlist, and um, any articles like uh, uh, that we want to share with linking out to, so, like for example, the, the article that uh, Courtney's going to share. I think Jen's going to share some stuff. I'll share some stuff so you guys can really dive a little deeper into some of our favorite girl power musicians. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, stay your course. And remember, this is your voyage. Make it amazing. Sadly, that'll do it
1: for this week's episode of Maiden Voyage. We'd like to thank you, our amazing listeners, because let's face it, lady life is hard. It's incredible how much we accomplish every day, and we all deserve awards just for existing. If you're watching the show, make sure that you subscribe, click on that thing for instant notifications, speak your mind in the comments,
3: and share us with your fellow Voyagers.